are listening to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, stay-at-home mom of three turned social media influencer, Jenny Peterson. Each week, we'll dive into online marketing, business building strategies that actually work, and I'll share with you how I built my online business, leveraging the power of social media from my cell phone. The term influencer is not just for celebrities, it's for people just like us. I really believe that all you need to get started is Wi-Fi and a dream. Let's go. Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Peterson, and I'm actually recording this episode live over on my Facebook page. So if you want to see what a live recording looks like, you can head over to my Facebook at Jenny Peterson and take a look at it there. This episode is a follow-up episode that I also recorded live all about push goals. What the heck is a push goal? I realized after doing last week's episode where we talked all about how resolutions don't work and we need to be making goals instead, and I mentioned a push goal, and I realized really quickly people don't know what a push goal is. If you're watching live, tell me in the comments below. Put a one in the comments below if you know what a push goal is. Put a two in the comments below if you have no clue. I actually pulled my Instagram following and 99% said they had no clue what a push goal was. So we're going to talk about it. And I'm actually going to share with you the goal setting system that I use. And I can't take credit for this goal setting system. This was created by Shalene Johnson. And this is something that you can do 365 every single day. Okay. Goals are not reserved for January 1st. Goals are not reserved for Monday. Goals are not reserved for I'll start next week. I'll start next month. Or the one that I say all the time is I'll do it tomorrow. Anybody else guilty? No. Goals is something that we do three, six, five, 365 days of the year. We set goals. So this is Shalene Johnson's goal setting system. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. You're going to want to go through this with me and let's get started. So the first thing is step one, year in review. We're going to review what we did last year and kind of figure out the areas that we need to set goals in. So a year in review on a scale from one to 10, rate and review the following categories. And one is going to be a disaster in your opinion, nobody else's opinion. You're going to give it a score. One is a disaster, 10 is perfect. If you're watching live and you feel comfortable, you can also comment your answers below, okay? So on a scale from one to 10, one being a complete disaster and 10 being perfect, give yourself a score in the following areas. How did you do last year in physical health? So category number one is physical health. Give a score from one to 10. Category two, mental health. How did you do with your mental well-being? Give a score from 1 to 10. Category 3 is environment and surroundings. Give yourself a score from 1 to 10. 1 being a complete disaster, 10 being perfect. And what do I mean by environment or surroundings? I mean like where are you spending your time? Right now I'm in my husband's office. How does that feel to you? You could think about your home. You could think about your car. Is it a place that you want to be? You could think about ladies. You could think about your master bedroom closet. How does it feel? Okay, so one to 10, how does your environment and your surroundings make you feel? Category four, hobbies, joy, and restoration. 
Last year, how did you, did you give yourself time and space to do the things that light you up? Did you give yourself time and space to do the things that bring you joy, things that are your hobbies, things that, that help you feel restored and give you restoration on a scale from one to 10? How did you do in that category? Category five, romance. Do you have a significant other? How do you feel? And this is not how do they feel about the relationship. This is how do you feel about your relationship? Give yourself a score from one to 10. Category six, friends and family relationships. So not including any romantic relationship, friends and family, how did you feel on a scale from one to 10? Category seven, finances. Last year in 2020, how did you feel with your finances? Were you happy with your finances? Do you want to be making more money? Give yourself a score from one to 10. And then the last category is, actually, it's not the last category, category eight, purpose or work. When you think about what you do and you think about the purpose that you bring to this world, how do you feel? How do you feel like you did last year on, give yourself a score from one to 10. Category nine, spirituality. And this could look different for every single person. I myself, I'm a Christian. Um, That doesn't mean that you may be. Maybe spirituality for you is meditating and journaling. Or you got to decide how did you do? How did you feel in that category? Spirituality. Give yourself a score from 1 to 10. And then the last category is personal growth. How did you do last year? Did you do personal development? Did you read books? Did you feel like you're growing yourself as a human? Do you feel like you are conquering the things that you're weak in and you're making them your strengths? Give yourself a score from one to 10. Now, after you do that, you should look down at your list and you should have 10 categories. I'm going to go through them really quickly. Physical health, mental well-being, environment and surroundings, hobbies, joy and restoration, romance, friends and family relationships, finances, purposes or work, spirituality, and personal growth. You have 10 categories that you have given a score from one to 10. The next thing to do is to look at that list and circle one or two that you scored the lowest in. The lowest in. What two categories did you score the lowest in? Now you're going to select one area out of those two that you need to improve and you want to work on and focus the next 90 days. This category is going to become your current priority, your current priority, whether it's your finances, your relationship, your spirituality, maybe your surroundings and your environment. This is your current priority. So tell me in the comments below, if you're watching live, what is your current priority? And then I want you to come up with three goals that are going to be helping you improve that area of your life, your current priority. All right. So three goals. So step number one is to do a year in review. Rate how you did last year. We just did that. Step number two. Now we're going to get into the goal setting. We're going to identify 10 goals to work on for the next 90 days. And we already did the first three. You might need to, if you're listening to this, Um, podcast episode, you might need to put me on pause and come back, okay, and brainstorm on paper. Actually write these things down. So we're going to come up with 10 goals that we can work on in all of these categories, but you want three of them to at least focus on your current priority, okay? 
You've got to ask yourself six things when you're making these goals. Number one, is my goal specific and is it measurable? For example, if I decided I really want to work on my physical well-being, I want to work on my fitness, a goal just saying, I want to lose weight, I want to become more healthy, that is not specific and it's not measurable. You've got to get specific and measurable, saying in the next 90 days, I want to lose 10 pounds, I want to go to the gym three times a week at 8 a.m., like get really specific here. Number two, ask yourself, does this goal push me outside of my comfort zone? Your comfort zone is a wonderful, warm, fuzzy place, but that is not where we grow and that's not where we set our goals. Is this goal going to push you outside of your comfort zone? Then ask yourself, especially, you know, for the first three goals, does this goal have a positive effect on my current priority? Does this goal have a positive effect on my current priority? And you can ask yourself as well, does this goal in any way jeopardize my current priority? Like if you said, you know what, my current priority for the next 90 days is my relationship with my spouse. But then you set a goal to increase your finances. And for you to do that, you need to be out of town half of the 90 days doing speaking events. I don't know. I'm just making these things up. Would that hurt your current priority? You see what I'm saying? So you got to ask yourself, does this jeopardize in any way my current priority? A lot of times we sit down to make goals and we don't think like, how is this going to affect my family? How is this going to affect my mental well-being? You know, like if you set a goal of I'm going to double down on my work and I'm going to work my booty off, but then you are a hot mess express with your mental well-being, you've got to ask yourself these things. Does it? How does it affect your current priority and does it have a negative effect? Then ask yourself, Did I pick goals that would positively impact different areas of my life? You don't have to have all 10 goals on your current priority. You can pick some from each one of those 10 categories. And this is my favorite question of all to ask. This one gives me all the feels. Ask yourself, what do I hope to feel when I accomplish this goal? How do you want to feel when you accomplish your goals and write it down. There's something really powerful when we take pen to paper and we write these things down, thinking about how you want to feel at the end of this. All right. So step number one, we did our year in review. We rated how we did last year and figured out our current priority of where we want to work on this year. Where do we want to put our focus? Step number two was goal setting. We set 10 goals that we're going to achieve in the next 90 days. Step number three is determining your push goal. Determining your push goal. This is gonna be an 11th goal. And we're gonna go through what a push goal actually is and how it can actually help you achieve your other 10 goals. So go through the 10 goals that you wrote down and ask yourself, what is it going to take for me to achieve this goal. In most instances, it boils down to one of four things, time, money, skills, or discipline. So by each goal, I want you to write a T if it's going to take you more time, an M if it's going to require money, an S if it's going to require you to level up and develop skills, and a D if it's going to require discipline. So write a T 
time, M, money, S, skills, or D, discipline by each goal. And some of the goals may have more than one. For example, if your goal was to lose 10 pounds, well, what's that going to take? It's going to take time. So I would write a T. It's going to take a lot of discipline. Let's be honest. So I'm going to write a D as well. If you wanted to start building your email list for your business and your goal was to get your first 100 subscribers, what's that going to take? It's going to take time. Maybe it's going to take skills because you don't know how to do it yet. Maybe it's going to take money because you need to invest in a course to learn how to build your email list. So by that one, I would write a T, an S, and an M. So now we're going to create our push goal. And this is the best part. This is the game changer. And I love this. A push goal is like a domino effect. A push goal is going to be the first domino in your long row of dominoes. And when you push it down, it's going to knock the other dominoes down. So by focusing on your push goal, the result is you're going to accomplish your other goals. For example, when I did this exercise earlier this month and I wrote down my 10 goals and I went through each one and I asked myself, is this going to take time, money, skills, or discipline? I realized really fast that all 10 of my goals had a T by them. All of them were going to take time. So I had to ask myself, how am I going to create more time? How am I going to create more time so I can achieve these goals? I'm a mom of three, hashtag mom life. And I realized, well, I have four solid hours in the day when all three of my kids are at school and I need to protect those four hours religiously. Like these four hours need to be sacred because this is when I can sit down uninterrupted and work and get the things done that I need to do and actually move the needle forward and chip away at those goals. I realized if I wasted those four hours doing anything else, then I would be trying to get my work done and accomplish my goals when the kids were home. And I don't know about you, but I already have ADD. And when the kids are home, it's loud. Um, I get interrupted 24 times in one hour. And it's just really hard to get things done. If I'm trying to record a podcast or make videos, I have to tell everybody to be quiet. And honestly, it just changes the overall energy of the home. All right, so I realized I need to get my work done while they're at school. And previously, before I sat down and did this exercise, this is what I was doing. I would get the kids out the door to school, and then I'd go to the gym. And with drive time, that would take two hours out of my four hours. And then I'd come home and I'd get ready, and that would take about an hour. And then I would look at the clock and I'd realize, oh my gosh, I have one hour to work and get my stuff done before the kids get home. Do you see? So I set a push goal, and here was my push goal. In order to get my other goals done, I needed to create more time, and I was going to do that by waking up early at 5.30 a.m. and getting my workout done so when the kids went to school, I could fully take advantage of those four glorious hours and get so much work done. I then decided to make a second push goal, and you don't have to make a second push goal, and honestly, the second one is probably the real push goal here. But I'm a night owl. Are you a night owl or are you an early bird? I don't know about you, but I do not like waking up in the morning. There's not a morning that the alarm goes off and I'm like, yes, I get to get out of bed. I am a night owl and I normally like to stay up between midnight and 1 a.m. if I'm being honest. And I realized it's going to be really 
really difficult and not healthy at all because I'd be jeopardizing my sleep if I was going to bed at 1230 at night and then waking up at 530 in the morning. I need more sleep than that. So I created a second push goal that I would be in bed by 1030 p.m. every single night. Do you see the domino domino effect here? Do you see the domino effect? So if I can get to bed by 10 p.m., 10.30 p.m. every single night, then I can wake up at 5.30 a.m., no problem. I can get my workout done, get the kids off to school, and now I have four uninterrupted hours to work my business and to chip away at my goals. Your push goal should give you more of what you need to accomplish the other goals. It's going to make it easier for you to accomplish them. It's like a bulldozer. It like pushes down the other goals and it really is a domino effect. And the reverse happens. If I don't get to bed, I just did this the other day. I stayed up late with my husband. We didn't get to bed until midnight. I then slept through my alarm, pushed the snooze button 27 times, didn't wake up to go to the gym. The kids, I I slept in. The kids were late to school. (laughs) It was like a nightmare. I didn't get my workout in um, early. And so then I was working out while they were at school. Then I came home. I had no time. And by the time that was all said and done, I had an hour to work. And I was like, well, there goes that day. It's like a domino effect. So your push goal should give you more of what you need to accomplish your other 10 goals. The push journal, which I've talked about so much on the podcast because I love it and I have used it for over a year. The push journal is designed around this goal setting system and there's actually a a place in here for you to write your push goal down every single day, every single day. And this goes hand in hand and it has an accompanying workbook for you to go through and actually do all the exercises, okay? And I know I've raved about this push goal. If you wanna see what it actually looks like, you can check out my Instagram highlights. I have one that's called push goal and I actually show you what the inside of this looks like and talk about why I love it. A couple reasons why I love it is because you get to write your push goal down every single day. I love that it's not dated. So if I miss a day, I'm not going to waste any pages. I also love that there's a place for gratitude every single day. I love starting my morning with a gratitude practice. It just puts me in like the right zone to accomplish my day. I love the health tracker, the food log. I love that you track your sleep. It is unlike any other journal I've ever used. If you're wanting to get your hands on a push journal, here's the thing. I recommend buying them in a set of three. Like, yes, you can buy them individually, but if you're like me and you like to save money, you're going to want to get the set of three. Um, because that way you're going to get a price break. Also, if you want to save money, you can use code Jenny15 and you'll get 15% off your entire order. And you can grab a push journal by going to push.jennyleepeterson.com. Okay. And yes, I'm now an affiliate for Push Journal. I wasn't before. I've actually used it for over a year and I just became an affiliate for them. And I only share what I love. Shalene doesn't know that I'm doing this podcast. She doesn't know that I'm teaching other people her goal setting system. She doesn't know. And that's okay. I want to share this with you because I love this and this has really helped me achieve my goals. And I feel like I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't pass it on. Is the push journal for everybody? No, of course it's not. For example, if you like having a journal that has dates in it, that's dated, you're not going to love the push journal. Could you potentially do this system with just a scrap sheet of paper or any blank notebook? 
Possibly, but I recommend this because it's all laid out in here for you. It goes hand in hand. It's a system. So if you really want to level up, if you really want to have you know, a great goal setting system that you can use 365, then I, yes, I think you need a push journal. I love it and I can't rave about it enough. So if you haven't gotten one, you can use code Jenny15 to get 15% off. And the website is push.jennyleepeterson.com. As always, I will have links for everything in the show notes. If you do grab the push journal, I want to see what you got. I would love to see what you got. Or if you use the push journal, I would love to see which one you picked. You can actually go ahead and do a story in your Instagram stories and tag me at Jenny underscore Peterson. You can tag push journal if you want. You could tag Shalene Johnson. I'm sure she would love that. But I want to see which one you got. This one that I have while I'm live is from the Queen Bee Collection. I love this one. For my January, February, and March um, 2021 journals, I got the Mindset Matters Collection. Love it. Real talk. I would love to see your journal. And I would love to see your push goals. DM me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Jenny underscore Peterson. Do a story unboxing your push journal. Tag me in it. Tag push journal. Tag Shalene. I can't wait to see what you got. And I can't wait to hear your stories about how creating a push goal actually helped you achieve your other goals and you moved the needle the next 90 days of your life. I am so excited for this new year. And here's the thing. Even if you're listening to this podcast episode, later on, way later on. It doesn't matter because we are not the kind of people that only do goal setting once a year. We are not the kind of people that wait until January 1st to set our goals. This is a goal setting system and creating push goals is something that you can do three, six, five, 365 days of the year. All right, it works and I love it. And that's why I'm so fired up and I wanted to tell you more about it. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on another episode of the Social Media Influencer. Listen, if you want to get these episodes sent directly to your inbox, you're gonna wanna head over to podcast.jennyleepeterson.com and put in your best email and I'll send them to you every single week right to your inbox. That's podcast.jennyleepeterson.com and put in your best email. I would love you forever if you hit the subscribe button and you subscribe to the show. I'd love you even more if you left a five-star review. I read every single one of those and I will see you next time inside the next episode. 